Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Bill Ford Tough Studio, Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Monday morning. We were all back together again. Boomer back from golfing globally in beautiful, warm weather. So we are excited for that. We got a Knicks win in double overtime over the Celtics last night. A deadline coming up tomorrow for Daniel Jones, Lamar Jackson, and others. And hopefully a resolution for the New York Jets and their quarterback situation this week. Please, for the love of God. Good morning, Boomer. Welcome back. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. And uh, just got back late last night, of course. And uh, what could go wrong with 84 degrees and sunshine and ocean breezes down in uh, the Dominican Republic playing golf? It just doesn't get much better than that. So it was a nice little respite. And uh, I had a great time. Did not win uh, much money. As a matter of fact, I lost a lot more money than I put into oh, the really? Tail. I don't oh, yeah. like to hear oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to really bore people with, you know, golf stories and things of that nature. I just want to say that there there were two guys on our trip that, you know, came in with, you know, handicaps that probably don't really reflect oh. their game. And they would probably argue with me this morning, and I told them that I was going to call them out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, for, you know, for a gentleman from, you know, a place called Winged Foot and a place called uh, Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. for all those people out there that know who I'm talking about, Goes by the name of Mikey K. I will not say his last name, but they all know who he is because they know him very well from the 19th hall at these local establishments. Okay. And Mikey K just came in and tore it up, man. He tore it up. Mm, sort of so, like Aaron Rodgers, you're saying the, the, the handicap number's a little fudged. Yeah, you got to wonder about that. You know, he comes in with an 11 handicap, you know, and he's striping the ball right down the middle, up and down, up yeah. and down. Plays a lot of golf down in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, what can I tell you? But, uh, yeah, Mikey K, uh, you know, won some Do-Re-Mi, a former backup quarterback uh, and a kid that I played with down in uh, Maryland. Stan Stosh, we used to call him Stosh, I will not say his last name either. He showed up with a 10 and was telling me, and this is when you know that you have to really worry about the guys you're playing against. Yeah. And you, you'll learn this as you start Continue, playing more yeah. and more and more. Is that when they start telling you how bad that they have played like the previous couple weeks? Oh man, I've been oh god damn it! It's okay. <laughs> I shot a hundred, man. Oh, you know, and I broke you know broke ninety five seven times and everything else. And next thing you know, he's striping the ball down the middle, and and uh, you know dropping birdies on me. So yeah, I had a lot of birdies dropped on me by yeah. my buddies, Tough. Uh, and they enjoyed it. I think yeah. 
So I told them that I was going to take it out on them this morning from time to time. <laughs> so uh, Mikey K, I, gu- I guarantee you Mikey K is sleeping right now. I guarantee you Stash is sleeping right now. I guarantee you they're all sleeping right now. I'm not because I'm here because I'm excited because this is the week that the NFL really starts percolating. Yep. And I know we're going to talk about the Knicks because last night that Nick game got me through a flight from hell from the Dior. <laughs> but I will say that this uh, this now is when we should start getting answers as to where people are going to land, what the hell Aaron Rodgers is going to do, what the Jets are going to do for their quarterback situation, what are the Saints going to do, what are the Panthers going to do. Uh, you know, there are a lot of different things that need to be you know, kind of like wrapped up here relatively quickly because uh, March 15th, that's when the league year starts, and that's when teams and free agency and everything else is going to be going bonkers. Well, it's actually going to start prior to that, right? Because isn't March 13th the well, tampering period, tampering. Which, which is technically free agency opening because all they do is just change the language, and they say they will agree on terms or come to an agreement. It's not official until the league year starts, but it will really be Monday. I, that's Monday, right? Uh March 13th, a week from today? Yes. Yes, yes, yes it is. Yeah, so, so a week year. from today, that's when that stuff's really going to get moving. But that doesn't mean that we don't find out about Aaron Rodgers or I think you gotta, Derek Carr. I, I think, I think, we gotta, I, I think the Jets are sitting there going, what are we doing here? Yeah. Let's go. You know, right. Come on, Aaron. You know, they're waiting for, everybody's waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make some sort of decision. And honestly, you know, for the 18 years and the $300 million that the Green Bay Packers have paid him, you know, uh, you know they, he owes them an answer. He's got to give them an answer. He's got to say, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to retire? Do you want to come back? Do you want to go play somewhere else? And like I told you two weeks ago, the compensa- compensation to acquire Aaron Rodgers is not going to be that difficult. It's not going to be that as much as everybody initially thought. I mean, because, you know, you're getting a 39-year-old quarterback. You don't know how committed he's going to be after at least one year. I think next year, wherever he goes, if he does play, he's going to want to go out there and be that MVP type guy. He's not going to want to come in and disappoint people. And certainly if he comes here to New York and he's the Jet quarterback, that's the last thing that he wants to do. You know, he wants to come here and lead the team to the playoffs, kind of like what Tom Brady did uh, for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. Now, the other thing, too, is that on uh, March 15th of next week, that's the new league year. That's when that starts. And there's two things that really go on then. You could start signing contracts with free agents. But the other thing that teams could do is they can designate two of their contracts as post-June 1st cuts. So we'll know who teams are cutting and then retroactively attaching that June 2nd date to it. And that kind of spreads the money out and helps them navigate the, the salary yeah, gap. So, so silly. So a guy like uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott for the Cowboys is going to be on that list. Mm-hmm. He's most likely going to get cut unless somehow he restructures his numbers down and takes less money to stay as a Dallas Cowboy. But that's probably unlikely. But there will be a whole bunch of guys that probably will hit that list as well. So there'll be, you know, and if a team really wants to do right by a guy, they'll make those cuts early. So that guy can get early into free agency and, and have a number of choices because teams are going to be moving relatively quickly, as we know. At least that's the history of free agency in the NFL. And then there comes a situation that by four o'clock tomorrow, another yes. uh, bunch of decisions. That's have right. To be so made. that's the immediacy of this week. So yes, next week's going to have a lot of free agency stuff. But this week, one thing we will know is whether or not the Giants are going to franchise tag Daniel Jones or not, because that deadline is tomorrow at four p.m. Now everything that you hear 
and the combine and everything that came out of the combine. By the way, what I tell you about Anthony Richardson? You're right. I said he was going to wow yeah, everybody at the combine. Right, yeah, and he he absolutely did. He broke records. But anyway, uh, so th- it doesn't sound like they're close on a deal right now. Now the reporting might be off from what is actually happening between Daniel Jones agents and Joe Shane. However, what it looks like to us is that. Daniel Jones' agents are walking him right into the franchise tag. That's what it looks like to me. And why would you want that for your client? Because now he's going to have to go out there and again improve on what he did last year in this essential contract year and, and then go for it again at the end of this year. Now, you bet on yourself. We've seen it work before in the NFL. Joe Flacco did it, was a Super Bowl MVP, got a huge deal back with the Ravens many years ago when he was a younger player. But... If I'm the agent for Daniel Jones, you know, I wouldn't be throwing out 45, 46, 47 million dollars a year. I'd try to get him the longest deal possible with the much guaranteed money because this is a guy who's got a history of injury and could be down and out for nine weeks next year. Do you remember when I told you I thought that they were close on a contract extension? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then what happened after that? It completely fell apart. He well, changed agents. He yeah. fired his agents. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, there was, there was truth to that. I'm just telling you. And then when you do, when a player does, when a player does what Daniel Jones did, that makes it that much more difficult for the team now to deal with the new agents. Because mm-hmm. the new agents want to make a splash. But ultimately, for all of us, whatever Daniel's contract is, let's say he does agree to a contract extension, we're all going to look at one number. And that one number is the amount of money that's guaranteed. You could sit here and tell me he's signing a five-year, $200 million contract. But if you're telling me they're giving him $85 million guarantee, that just tells me that the, the agency wants the $200 million number out there. Like, they negotiated this $200 million number. But Daniel Jones is still betting on himself over the next two years because after two years, the, 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 the team can get out from underneath it. Sure. I think the Giants want to pay Daniel Jones a certain amount of money for what he did this year. I really do. I think that they want to try to keep it somewhere between 32 to $37 million a year. And they want to spread it out over five years so they can have some flexibility to spend some money in free agency to help get some, you know, weapons around him to ease some of the stress that he had to go through in order to have the year that he had. So I do believe that that is the case for the Giants. The question is, what, what is, what are his agents telling him? Are they telling him, hey, look, you're the quarterback of the New York Giants and this is the biggest media market in the world and you should be paid, you know, commensurate with that and it, you know you should be 45 million dollars a year the giants would be absolutely insane to give him that kind of money especially if it has the long-term impact that the agents are going to want it to have on the freaking uh the salary cap so i would say it's not good news if they franchise tag him because that number is a hard number yeah. for the salary cap if they do give him a contract extension, then that number gets cut in half, essentially, by the way that the contract is written. What I think the agents are telling him and telling telling the Giants is that the salary cap number is going to go up. So if you pay him something like $35 million over the life of this contract per year, then that's going to look really, really cheap in a couple of years when the when the number goes way up and guys like Joe Burrow are getting $50, $55 million. Right, he's not Joe Burrow. I know he's, he's not. not Joseph, but, but, but here's the other thing. That's too. what they're saying. I, but he's young enough that he could sign a contract and be like in the same situation as Derek Carr is right now. Yeah, true. And like, you know, Derek Carr was a guy that we all have a, a healthy amount of respect for. We all like him. Mm-hmm. We all respect him. We all think what went on there in, in Oakland and Las Vegas 
had such a profound negative effect on him, and yet he still fought through it, and yet was really successful, and they had a crappy defense for years. You know, and even with Devontae Adams, you know, they just couldn't close the game in the fourth quarter. And there's a reason why Josh McDaniels doesn't want him. You know, and that's probably the reason, because of those games that got away from them, that he could not muster enough offense late in games in order to win. But that doesn't mean that he can't be a good player for somebody else like the Jets or the Saints or the Panthers. But, you know, for me, you know, with him and, and looking at what he's doing, that that's where Daniel Jones could be in four years from now. Like, he could be the guy that the Giants said, you know what, you've been a good player for us. We liked you. We paid you. But we got to move on. Yeah, that, that could be the case for the Giants four years from now, you know, taking a look, depending on how much they pay him and what he's capable of doing through the air, not on the ground. What, what I think the teams that are interested in Derek Carr want out of Derek Carr is to be Matthew Stafford, to go from that team where it wasn't working out. He was putting up some numbers, occasionally had a decent season, but then joins a team at this point in his career and is good enough to take a team that is stacked. To a Super Bowl champion, and then get hurt and not play again. Well, I, mean, I don't know, but I'm just true. But listen, that worked. <laughs> you can't say it didn't. No, it did. They they, they, they won a Super Bowl, and if that happened with the Jets, my God, I mean, that would be the biggest story that we've had around here in, in decades. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if the Jets are as good as the Rams at that point. They you are, know, and but I, they're I, building I towards that. And I personally think that you know, I I, I really do admire Sean McVay. I really do yeah. as a. I think he's energy personified. He is the he's the A type personality that basically allowed Matthew Stafford just to play quarterback. You know, he, he was the guy. Yeah. Like, you know, so he was the face of that franchise. And then Matthew found the right guy and had a loaded offense. They had a loaded offensive line, wide receivers, everything, and a great defense, by the way. Yeah, I'm not saying it's completely comparable. It's not 100% apples to apples. But the teams that are interested in Carr, that's what they look at. That's the example that they look. Let's get him out of this organization where it wasn't working. We'll put him here. We'll surround him with a great team. And this guy can be good enough. To bring us to a Super Bowl. You know, the interesting person in this whole mix for the Jets and their quarterback situation is really Nathaniel Hackett, what he knows about Aaron Rodgers. They're, they're supposedly really close. Yeah. And, you know, he's got to know what's going on or at least have some inkling as to what Aaron wants to do. I don't necessarily know that he could speak to him personally. That would probably be tampering. That probably would be allowed. But, you know, I think if you're the Packers, you're like, come on, let's move on. Let's figure out what we're doing with Jordan Love. And let's let's make a deal quickly. I think the moment that Aaron Rodgers says he wants out is the moment that this thing is going to move relatively quickly. And then Aaron Rodgers and his agent are going to have to figure out how to modify his contract. So wherever he goes to play next year, he doesn't dwarf the salary cap into like, you know, playing with first and second year players. That's not what Aaron wants to do at the age of 39. I don't know. It really can't be about that. $59 $59 million guarantee that he has this year. Has to be more in the range of 30 to 35 and try to win with a team that feels like it's ready to win with all they need is that ingredient, and that would be the Jets. So before you left for the Dominican Republic, you sat here next to me and you said you believed that Aaron Rodgers was going to be a Jet. I still feel that way. You still feel that way this I morning? I still feel that way. Wow. Man. Even after all this time and he's disappeared, he hasn't even gone on the McAfee I, show. I, I, I kind of feel did that, that way. podcast after the, did you hear any of that stuff, by the way? What's the that? Podcast he did after coming out of the darkness and talked about how his bowel movements were fresh and all of these things. I am so happy to hear that because I'm all about the bowel movements being fresh. <laughs> I'm telling you.
<laughs> I know you, you know are. that. You know the how I am. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know when I travel, sometimes you get backed up when you travel. Al, does that ever happen to you? That happens, sure. That did not happen to me on this trip. Oh, wow. Great. Metamucil probably. 100%. Right? Boom. That has to be it. You don't have to take the Metamucil challenge. I'm just telling you to take it. <laughs> <laughs> because it works. That's a challenge I think I could do. But I, yeah, so I appreciate. Yeah, I heard that and I was just thinking, that's good for him. I'm happy for him. <laughs> I'm happy for anybody who has, you know, uh, the, the positivity of a bowel move. Yes, absolutely. And okay. my man, Joe G, stopped us right in the middle of a golf uh, round and had to go into. Really? Like the bathroom at the golf course. Wow. Well, and this was not, I mean, like, this was out of one of the uh, the halfway houses. Yeah. Like the side bathroom, you know? Yeah. Maybe go in there and take a tinkle or something like that. You can't be going in there and doing that. No, no, not, not in the middle of the he was in there for, room. like, you know, 12 minutes. I'm yeah. like, you're like the human rain delay out here. <laughs> I mean, we got to get moving. Let's go. Yeah, too much uh, Parmesan and Soprasada on the charcuterie board for Joe G. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, really, just hilarious. But yeah, and I gotta say, this the, that Nick game last night. And we will hear from Jerry in just a little bit. Right. He's gonna have the details, and we will talk about it because it was awesome. I want to talk about it because I, I have to say, it, the flight from hell last night from coming back. Yeah, just uh, the, the amount of issues that. I, I don't. I don't know if it's JetBlue. I don't know if it's ground well, crews. It's not I don't just know if JetBlue. It's, it's everybody. I, I don't know if it's the Port Authority. I don't know if it's the passengers. I don't know. I just sat in my seat for three and a half hours, didn't move, and thank God that Nick game was on. <laughs> you know, and then and the guy, you know, the flight attendant on on the plane mm -hmm. just kept interrupting the freaking game. Oh yeah. You know, every time they give you those PA mm -hmm. announcements, stops it, it. Stops it. You got to listen to something. What the hell's going on? I'm like, All right, I know I'm coming to New York. Fine. Just <laughs> shut up and let me watch the. Game game you know yeah and, and uh there was a woman very nice woman sitting next to me and I, she actually got into the game i think oh really yeah because she was she was looking at my screen she wasn't even paying attention to her screen and, and I, I don't know if she was a nick fan or not but the fact of the matter is is that for all of us on that freaking plane having to be diverted to terminal four at jfk after freaking 10 o'clock getting on a freaking bus it's freezing outside and having to go through immigration, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. It's like, you know, it's like it was like our offense under Richie Kotai, yeah, for well, God's sake, last night. What happened to Air Cinderella? Oh, no, he stayed down there. Oh, okay. All right. Now I get it. Now I understand. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer back with us this week. Jerry's got the update from last night with the Knicks and everything else. Good morning, Jerry. What's happening? Good morning brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Knicks Celtics. So on Friday night, the Celtics blow a big lead to the Nets of all teams and lose at home. Last night, they're up 14 on the Knicks and lose yet again. Manuel quickly deep on the left side against Marcus Smart. Quickly steps to his right, launches a three, and drills it. Boy, they didn't give him much, but he took it. Yeah, he was taking a lot last night. That was Celtics Radio with the call. Emmanuel quickly had himself a night. He played a whopping 55 minutes, scored a career-high 38 points. Knicks in double overtime. Win in Boston, 131-129. That's nine straight for New York. Now, was there a happier guy in that court, Jerry, than Emmanuel quickly Should last night? Man, he was smiling ear to ear. The longer the game went on, the more energy he had. And uh, really, you know what? I guess now we've, we're finally seeing the, the true personality of a kid that has grown up. And, you know, we're all, we've all been saying, keep him, don't trade him, don't trade him. And last night, I hopefully validated that. Yeah, well, sometimes in the NBA, it's about opportunity. And he's continued to get more of it. And when Brunson's out, he gets a lot of it. And look what he did. You know, I have to say, like I told you, I was watching this game on the plane last night. And when Julius Randle went back in the game with like six minutes to go or whatever, there were like seven out of eight possessions where he did something completely buffoon. Buffoonery. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last possession in regulation. I, I mean, like, and I know that he's had a great year, and it's not the Julius Randle of two years ago. It's a new guy, and he's different. I mean, but you talk about a lack of awareness. It's like three times that the Celtics came and doubled them. I'm like, hey, hey Dibito, tell him. <laughs> tell him to give it to somebody else, please. <laughs> I mean, between fouls, throwing the ball yeah. away, getting it stolen, taking bad shots. And I felt like there was a point in this game in the last four minutes where they kept going to him in like ISO land. And I'm like, wait, they've been moving, you know, and they had Josh Hart mic'd up. And Josh Hart's going, come on, guys, we've got to keep moving. We've got to keep moving. And I'm like, that's the guy that, that Josh Hart has been unbelievable. Yeah, and I don't think that's the coach. I think Randall gets in that zone sometimes, and he's like, I'm going to take over because I'm a star, especially when Brunson isn't there it's last so night. so ridiculous. I mean, I felt like, you know, quickly was deferring to him. But again, it's got to be called from the bench. It has to be. And then when they finally got away from that, you know, then all of a sudden now quickly can make those, you know, jumpers in the lane or dish it off to Josh Hart, who hits another huge three-pointer last night. I mean, at the end of the day, they won the game, and they've won nine in a row, which is great. And they're fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And uh, and, and winning without Jalen was, was really important. and was great for the growth of uh, Emmanuel Quickly. So 38 from Quickly, 
31 from Randall, whether you liked it or not. And then Barrett, R.J. Barrett, had 29. Here was Tibbs. He loves himself some Emmanuel quickly. Quickly's my guy. So <laughs> you celebrate your team. You celebrate winning. Those are the things that you celebrate. And quickly was on ESPN after the game. So how'd you get this done tonight? My teammates did a great job. Give me a place where I can be successful. Uh, I'm really proud of my team. Double overtime against a really good team. So uh, you can't ask for nothing better on a Sunday. Now, I think he said that on a Sunday because he started the clip by saying, uh, God is good, all the glory to him. Oh, okay. And then at the end, he said, nothing better on a Sunday. I, I suppose that's what he meant. So nine in a row for the Knicks, 39 and 27 now on the season. As for the Nets, they had a monster first quarter from Mikael Bridges, and they beat the Hornets. Nine seconds to go in this first quarter. It is Bridges. Shoulder down, driving, pulling up, putting it through. Nine for nine. Mikael Bridges has 19. He just can't miss. And that was Bob Usler with the call on the fan. They're still playing basketball over there? Yeah, they won oh. back-to-back games, actually. Oh. How, about How many that? people showed up at that game? Uh, I don't know, 14, 15,000. How many is it hold? Just got to dig, don't you? Dig, dig, <laughs> I'm just wondering dig. How, many, how, many, how many is the Barclays going to hold? I'm going to be like Eddie when the Yankees get eliminated. Yeah. I'm going to have Nick Elimination Day. It's going to be Nick awesome. Elimination and more than Day. that, when the Rangers get eliminated, I'm going to have a parade through right. the newsroom. <laughs> We've had and a Elimination Day already like 16 times in the last three years. A little chance. 1994. I don't want to play. I want to go. I just want to go to the 1994. bank. <laughs> it's like 30 years ago now. Man, it's a long time. What was time. the last net championship? You spent a half a billion dollars the last three years, and what do you got? for it. Nothing. nothing. The same as they had before they spent it. As nothing. they say, Jerry, God. Nothing. Uh, here was Nick Claxton on Bridges night. He wound up going for 33. He's been solid. He's been more than solid. He's been phenomenal for us um, since we've got him. And, you know, he's got to keep building off of that. He's a great two-way player. Spencer Dinwiddie had 24 and Cam Johnson 11 and 10. Meantime, uh, a couple of guys that used to be on the Nets one guy got paid to not play for a long time. Another guy was just a pain in the ass. They went uh, head-to-head, oh, and the Suns wound they, up they beating both the Mavericks. Did yelling directions from the sideline. Here's a bounce pass from Durant to Ish Wainwright. KD gets it back with seven to shoot. Penetrates with a left-hand dribble. Stops from 15 and knocks it down on the left side. What a big shot for KD to put the Suns up to. 128-126. Timeout Mavericks with 11 seconds left to go. And that was Suns radio. That's one what star players do right there. They take the game over. And they win the game for their team. As he did many times mm-hmm. for the Nets. We can't get true. a guy like that here in New York. Well, you can't with the Knicks because no one wants to play here, apparently. <laughs> and then Jalen Brunson wants to play here. Yes. Josh Hart wants an extension. He wants to play here. And he's quickly becoming a player like yeah, that. That's right, very yeah. true. I mean, I can't root for those guys on oh, those teams. On, I'm sorry. I'm with you. I can't do that. I mean, I know that it would rub it in the Nets fans' face, but they've gotten so much rubbed in their face already. I, those guys as individuals, I don't want to have them have success. I don't want them to see him in the finals. I don't want to see him do anything positive. You so. know, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the net fan himself, all five of you. But it's it, it just the, the, the decision-making by the shovel. Didn't apparently so. <laughs> Defense. The, 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 uh, the, thinking uh, he's up on JetBlue last night? <laughs> oh, man. I was thinking. I was like, man, I'll tell you what. Sean Marks really screwed this whole thing up. He took a shot. Yeah, he took a shot. The right, same right, way right. you would have wanted the Knicks to take a shot. Took a shot in the butt is where he took it. Bruins reload. High slot. Krejci to the right circle. McAvoy. Far side. They score! From the far circle by Igor Shesterkin. Ruins four, Rangers one. Yeah, 
Jerry, that's Saturday. That sucks, huh? I mean, come on. <laughs> You're, yes, it, that was you know, Rangers, Rangers, you know, a little practice this week. They'll be fine. Got the Canadians coming up. We'll take care of them. And next thing you know, Patrick Kane will look like he wants to be here. Here was uh, Devin Booker as he got into it with Luca. Marshan to the far oh, hash. He'll push it behind the net. Catches up to his far corner. To Bergeron. Shoots. He scores! Mm. Bergeron standing in his office just inside yeah, the right circle. Office. He drills it in on the far post. Boom, three, Rangers, one. Don't worry about it, Jerry. The best team in hockey right there. I will tell you they are the best team in hockey. It's tough to beat them. Yeah, it's going to be tough to beat them, but don't have to worry about them for a while. you got to worry about the Devils. Here was Booker. And Dawson Mercer, that kid is on fire, Jerry. Yes, here was Booker for real. Got into it with Luca at the end. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to the ref. He said something to me the first, I responded. You know, you guys say you don't want everybody to be friendly, friendly. There you go. We got, you know, we got we got some smoke. We got smoke. We got smoke. I like it. Doesn't look like much far. smoke. Although, no. Luca did miss there did at you, the did end. Did you see uh, Kevin Durant elbow Luca right in the face? I did not see that, no. Yeah, look, that's what it looked like to me. Hmm. How about that? Uh, Grizzlies suspended John Moran two games. He's had quite the uh, last month. For posting on social media with a gun, here was his head coach, Taylor Jenkins. Very tough moment, uh, for sure. Um, you know, I think the focus right now is Josh taking on the responsibility to really get the help he needs to get into a better place, uh, generally speaking, but also on the flip side, uh, to be in a better place to, you know, embrace the responsibilities and expectations so what, as a member. What, what is the NBA doing? The NBA should suspend him for the rest of the season, sit him down, talk to him, get him the help that he needs. You see a lot of uh, ex-athletes out there on Twitter, you know, basically telling him to get rid of his friends that are uh, enabling this kind of activity and this yeah. kind of behavior. And, you know, this kid is sitting on a half a billion dollars. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you got to get your act together, son. And the NBA should be suspending him. You, you want an NBA player in a strip club holding a gun. Well, this was right after that Washington Post article that detailed some of the stuff that happened to him over the last several months. One story we knew, another one we did not about the mall and beating up a security guard or whatever. And a teenager. Yes. And the 17-year-old at his house. And then he decides, let me live stream or get on somebody's live stream from inside a strip club and show a gun on the live stream like three days after that article comes out. Good luck for the NBA and the Memphis wow. Grizzlies. I would just, you know, Adam Silver's just got to step in. So we can't have this. You cannot have, you know, the amount of people that John Morant probably impacts. Yeah. Whether he likes it or not, he is a role model to so many young kids. Both black, white, brown, whatever color, it doesn't matter. There are so many people that love him as a basketball player, want to be like him as a basketball player. And they're going to want to live their lives like he lives his life off the off the court. And I mean, like, you got to, the NBA's got to do something here. And this was also, you know, what was it, a couple weeks ago with the laser pointers yeah. on the coaching I feel like staff. that's where it really all started. Well, yeah. the, I also, well, there was also the fight between them and uh, who? Uh, and uh, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, but John was, that was his dad that was involved with that. <laughs> okay. And Dylan Brooks. But I'm just saying, John Moran himself the, wasn't involved in that. But, yeah. look, two, he's taken two-day games off to work on some issues. It's got to be more. There's been like four or five incidents here over the last two months. Yeah, I mean, especially back to the summer. You go back to the summer, we're talking about at least five. Yeah, enough for it. I'm like, he really needs to somebody. I mean, I don't know who is it. Is it Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Is it Steph Curry? Is it? Is there somebody out there that can get through to this kid? All right, sit down, Ja. All right, listen. (laughs) 
you know, he had the gun on the strip club, not a good idea, okay? So, I remember at the height of Mike and the Mad Dog, we used to go, you know, occasionally bring all guns to the strip clubs, and then, you know, Charlie used to say, not a good idea, and I didn't really listen to him, but, you know, he was right about that one, so, okay. Yeah, okay, so somebody needs to talk to the young man. Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, spring baseball, Mets beat the Cardinals. Home runs for Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso, both headed to the WBC, but Jose Quintana is not. He experienced left side tightness after throwing an inning. He will left undergo side tightness now? Left side tightness. Didn't Tommy Keenly get hurt? MRI. He's got like yes. a shoulder. Yes, they're going to shut him down right. for 10 days, the Yankees. Yep, mm-hmm. pretty much. We have left side tightness. Left side tightness. Are they talking about like rib tightness? Oh, no. left side. It's so uh, bleak. It's the, that's what it is. It's tightness. the new thing. What'd you call Jacob deGrom? Ask him about side tightness. Yeah, he's the king of side tightness. Side tightness. A lot about tightness. Have you ever had side tightness? That's one thing I have not had. Of all the muscle injuries I have had, side tightness is something I have not had. I'll tell you what, man. Sitting in that freaking seat last night, I had like my fucking ass tightness. You had ass tightness? I, you know, I couldn't move. I was jammed in up against the, you know, up against the window. Yeah. And, and, then I'm, and then I got to ask these two people to get up. <laughs> no chance. You know, and I'm like, I, I'm not doing this. I, I, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to be annoyed watching the Knicks throw the ball to Julius Randle play one-on-one basketball again. Did you see by the bathroom? Uh, I was up front. I was. It was. Up, it was good. So because I got onto the second bus earlier, <laughs> and everybody else. Did. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, testing today for Quintana. Yankees beat the Braves. Carlos Rodon, however, uh, allows five runs over two innings. Yankees Pirates tonight. The agent for Jets offensive tackle Dwayne Brown says he will return next season. So you have that. And you mentioned the Devils. They did win. Took over. They blew a two-goal lead, but they uh, they do win in overtime. Up ahead for Heischer. Two on one if he hustles with Hala. Heischer across line. Stafford score! Overtime game winner for the captain, Nico Heischer. And the Devils win 5-4. to four. Now, I, don't, I didn't listen to this game, obviously. Big fan. I don't uh, know if... Ch- I was doing a game. Oh, I'm what sorry. is with you today? I don't know. Go back to the DR. Um, <laughs> that's that's the problem. It's freezing here. That is very freezing. It's dark. Yeah. I, I don't no know. Sleep. The last no. handful of games, maybe he hasn't been there. Chico's not been the same. If he is there, maybe. Chico's been fired up with these calls. Yeah. Remember the last few we've played? Like, yeah. Wow. Woo. So perhaps he's not been there. I don't know. But Matt Lachlan on Devils Radio, they win 5-4. You, you know the oh. hottest player for them has been Dawson Mercer. He has been on fire. On fire. Get on ready. Fire. It's going to be Devils on Rangers fire. first round, man. Here was Timo Meyer. He no, scored pressure. the first goal for New Jersey, his first goal as a Devil. Uh, I can't really think that quick, so I was uh, just excited. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the feeling I had. Definitely uh, excitement, but also, uh, yeah, it's nice to get out. So he scores. Damon Severson scores a couple for Boquist. And you know who's red hot is Dawson Mercer as well. Heard as that. the Devils win 5 4. They're 41 15 and 6. Nowhere near what the Bruins are, but pretty damn good in but their own what right. A, what a year though, fifty great losses, year. absolutely a great year, no Be- question be- about it. Between the Bruins, the Hurricanes, and the Devils, I mean, and then come maybe the Rangers and Toronto and, and Tampa Bay. I mean, it's not it's only that, Boomer. If you go and I would have to look at this quickly, they had a stretch where they lost. I think it was seven straight. Yeah, yeah. and when you look at their record, you take those out. It's been pretty damn good. Every team goes through a lull, like, yeah, for whatever reason. And Except the Rangers the had their lull earlier in the year, but now they're having they're in the midst of another one. And that's because of all the crap that's been going on around him. And it started with that crap hit by uh, T.J. Oshie on Ryan Lindgren. And then after that came the spitting incident with 
Keandre Miller, then the trade and playing shorthanded because of the cap, stupid. And then you got the <laughs> you got the NHL, you know, safety operations. Well, I don't know what these people are looking at. Tyler Mono almost has his head taken off. Boomer's back. Yeah, sounds like a lot of excuses to me. You know what? We're, we're getting ready for the playoffs, boys. All right, buckle up. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. GL on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We sold out our live show Friday, April 7th. Boomer and Geo Live is going to be happening at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. But you keep listening for your chance to win tickets over the next couple of weeks. Of course, a portion of the proceeds is going to benefit the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Boomer and Geo Live brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Boomer and Geo Show. Flag and Anthem, real clothes for real life. Winners Brothers Waste Removal, serving Long Island for more than 70 years. And C4 Energy, the energy you can feel. And at 9 a.m. this morning, the band that will be playing at Boomer and Geo Live that we did not think we were going to be able to secure because they are so popular on social media. Over a million followers on Instagram. Adam and the Metal Hawks will be in here doing their thing. Oh, it's going to be unbelievable. They are they're unreal on Instagram. I mean, they the are. stuff that they do, just like in the parking garage or in an apartment, and they're just banging on the refrigerator, <laughs> to putting using the faucet. I can tell you, somebody needs a new apartment. I can tell you that right now, <laughs> and they should have a new apartment. Yeah, right. I mean, I, but you know what? They're out of their minds, which they is are. great, which is going to bring a lot of energy. We're going to bring energy anyway. Our fans are going to bring energy. Of course. But it's going to be a great night. And it's going to be tremendous. And they all up in your crap like you have no idea, man. <laughs> Listen, Because I know you. I know what's going to happen. What do you mean you're you know going to be a few tequilas in and you're just going to be like ripping and roaring? Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Yeah, I think I, you know, think I, I hope so. I know so. Yeah, I mean, and I think you will be as well. I think that we're both going to be ripping and roaring at that point. I mean, you know, I'm starting the, the show with a C4, and then I'm just going to keep going and going and going. It's going to be tremendous. And I, if I, I start with a C4, I won't be able to shut up. Well, yes, but that, that's, that'll be a good thing for the live show, oh, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. You a little worried about yourself going off the deep end there? 
start with a C4 and then end with a couple Casamigos, there's, there's no telling what may happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you would probably at some point be offering people large amounts of cash to do ridiculous things. Like that, I think, like... Like with an hour into the show, you're just like, here, thousand dollars to do this, thousand dollars to do that. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing uh, for this live show. Uh, but it'll be, yes, it's uh, sold out, but, and you weren't here last week, we were doing the tickets, but they sold out like immediately, which was just awesome to see. But it'll be a Friday, April 7th, and we're going to give you an opportunity uh, to win tickets in the next couple of weeks. And the, the band, the entertainment, Adam and the Metal Hawks are going to be joining us. In studio at 9 a.m. so we can get a, a taste of how tremendous they are. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, down the DR, it's hard to get you guys, although the Odyssey app does work down there. Yeah, so, yeah. so I was checking you guys out a little bit and everything. Oh, a couple of people on Twitter did reach out to me, and they said that we should invite Danielle and Travis. Oh, yeah, sure. I right? mean, I think we should invite them as our guests. I mean... And now, Danielle all- and Travis, for people who don't know, are the couple who got involved with... Eddie Brown, the picks jockey, and tried to help him, but then he ended up treating them horribly, and then they had to drop them. Right, so people are reaching out saying, you know, there should be, Danielle and Travis should be at the show. Yes. Because our fan, you know, our the group of people that are coming are all going to know who they are. Yeah. What they've tried to do. I mean, like, they got to be up for Pulse of the People Award. Yeah, I would think so. And by the way, no. did that go fund me? Have you talked to Danielle at all uh, off the air the last couple of days or no? I did not because I wanted to see what we were really doing and all that stuff. Because, oh, so yeah. no follow through. No, no, no. Well, no, you weren't here. You weren't I'm not here to make a decision. I didn't set right. this nonsense up. I do not making any decisions without everyone here. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. I just didn't know if she had reached out to you about she did, anything. But I told her. I don't know what you okay. want me to do. Here. All right. So yeah, well, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not making any decisions. That you are I didn't. a liaison. I would You're love to make to a decision. Liaisoning things and handling. Things. I, well, listen. If you want to hand, I wouldn't have said it had done anything with this clown in the first place. But we did, and I don't want to undo stuff unless. The people who helped set it up are all involved in what we're doing. And that wasn't possible last week. Thank you. <laughs> I told Al he should have taken today off. <laughs> I was trying to get him to take today off. He had a rough week last week. Oh, he did? Very rough week. You had a rough week? What happened, Very Biggs? rough week. He's still dealing with it now as well. Oh, oh just, yeah, yeah, oh, just uh, is Whimsy okay? She's still, yeah, she's just urinating all over the house now because of the medicine she's on. I don't oh, know yeah. what's going on with these dogs. Get a doggy What's diaper. This? Yeah, I have thought of that. Yeah, I've seen dogs in diapers. Yeah. Not the size of Whimsy, but I have seen God dogs. Man, that would make an interesting Instagram story. Here, what I'm doing now, I'm putting a diaper on my dog. I think she would pull it right off. Don't these dogs just pull diapers off? Nah, see, I don't know. I mean, maybe she would. I've seen smaller dogs. So there was a dog where there still is. He's, he's very old. The, not the naked sister-in-law, the younger sister-in-law. When she comes up from Florida, she brings this um, miniature pincher, and he just, he'll urinate all over the house. Things not properly trained. This dog is just the worst. So she'll put the diaper on him when she's, when that dog's at our house, and he doesn't rip it off. He just walks around and he's used to it. So he's in the diaper. Yeah. Whimsy may not be used to it. That's yeah. tough, man. So uh, how long is this going to go on for? I don't know. I'm going to see the vet tomorrow. We'll figure out what's going on. So that's that was that the rough part? Of yeah, it was, he was not okay. getting as much sleep. He was going home. is smelling like uh, urine and the carpets and everything. And yeah, it just was sleeping. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. He has to get up at 2.30 and walk her and all that stuff. So I've okay. always done that. This is the go to bed at 8, get up at 9 to walk her. Right, because she has. 10.30 to walk her. Yeah, because she's. 
she's drinking all this water because they put her on prednisone. Right, and you you weren't even thinking that this would be an issue no. when they first gave you all the pills and no. diagnosed and the MRI and all and that. Like Gio said, I've set myself up so that I have no issues ever. No, you so have a lot of really issues. You just don't a, see them. This is really throwing a loop into my system. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll end. It'll end soon, and then they go right back to normal. With as long as you're off, she's off the prednisone, then she'll be fine. So this, you know, because I obviously do follow you on Twitter, and I find you to be very interesting. Thank you. Um, but I also noticed that this past weekend you were extremely short with people. Yes, and just can. ripping into people. Yeah. So I want the people out there to know. This is because Al's dog, Whimsy, is peeing all over his uh, apartment, <laughs> and he has no way of handling it at the moment. So if you really want to get under his skin and get him to react back to you, um, this now's is now the time. time yeah. yeah, now is the time. Yes, this and is I the, welcome it. Yeah, this is, and he does. He loves it. That's his outlet. You know, that's the thing he sort of yeah, enjoys. Look yeah. at little Whimsy. I know. And they did the little fade from Whimsy into Al, Al there, CBS yeah, Sports Network. <laughs> it did look a little... I mean, come on, Al. He's doing everything he needs to do. This right. okay. Like he may not he's not enjoying it. So this is the thing that bothers me about people that'll like get on Al about whimsy. He's doing everything he needs to do. He's just complaining about it. Correct. He's not letting her suffer. He's getting all the meds. He's walking her. He's taking care. He's doing everything he needs to do. It's just annoying him. Yeah, I kiss her face and go, How's my whimsy girl doing? Oh, is that story girl? still up? I wanted to get that. He the, his dog voice. I'd never heard Al's dog voice before. He has a dog voice? He has a dog voice, yes. Oh, God, is it still up, Al, or did it go away? I got to find it. Look, Al's boring life. Let's see Al's here. boring life. He's got a dog voice now. He does have a... Nah, it's not up still. Damn it. Oh, I wanted to save that. He has... I never heard Al's dog voice. He's completely... You know, everybody's got a dog. You've got a dog voice, probably, right? What's going on there? Look at it. You know, they grab the ears. So you, that's probably your dog voice, like gruff. <laughs> but Al had this dog voice... And now it's gone because it was on an Instagram story. So how's my whimsy girl doing today? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. But right. it was even more pronounced. It was like a little Eddie Scazzeri was in there. Well, Eddie's rubbing off on him. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, I wanted to record. You know, you can record like screen record stuff. I wanted to do that, and I just got busy, and I forgot. I was like, "Oh, we got to play this on Monday." I think when you screen record stuff, it doesn't take the sound. I thought it did. I don't think so. Oh, well, then I couldn't have done that anyway. But anyway, next time you do that dog voice, I am grabbing that thing. I am recording that, and we're going to have that forever. I never thought Al was going to be a dog voice guy. So you'll go to bed tomorrow, and you'll have uh, a little bit more of a definitive answer. You think? Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Does she seem like she's feeling any better? Is she yeah, still she, drooping with her neck? Yeah, she was feeling better the first, like, two days. Now she's back to, like, as if I never gave her any medication. <sighs> Screaming and Screaming. yelling? Screaming. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Screaming again? Oh. Ah, ah, See? There she goes. <laughs> oh, God. Man, that's that's rough. <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is not good. And this had nothing to do with you going away to Arizona. This that's just what they claim. It's a weird coincidence. Yeah, I know. Oh, like separation anxiety, that type no, of thing? No, just or? that she was more active, I guess, playing with other dogs and other greyhounds because Whimsy went to a greyhound. And that's how she got hurt, yeah. That's that's what Al's theory is, but right. they're saying no. But he's not buying it. Because well, I mean, like, you went away, she was fine, you came home, and she's screaming. Yeah, I feel like I went away, I had a spry young dog. I have, like, an old lady now. 
<laughs> Barely can make it up the steps. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, poor whimsy now, girl. Now, you pick her up, does that hurt her? No. No? But she's 65 pounds. I can't really lift her. That, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough for you. If right. I'm desperate, I can, but... Right, that's 10 pounds heavier than Al. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured whimsy with the little paws around Al, carrying but, Al up the steps. By the way, speaking of weight, did you see, like, your guy, Anthony Richardson? Yeah. So he's 235 pounds. I mean, this kid, and he flies, and he jumps 4'4", four, four, over 40-inch vertical. He broke records. Broad jump. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these things are important. I mean, I, you know, people make fun of the combine and all the different measurables and everything. I mean, even if you didn't play him as a quarterback, like, right at the beginning, although I'm sure his mindset is that he's a quarterback, like, yeah, all absolutely. of us have that same mindset. Yeah. Look at look at him. Not, I mean, listen. You don't need to tell me. He could be a starting tight end tomorrow. You don't need to tell me. I told you that this guy was going to wow people at the combine, and everybody's going to start talking about him because he was going to jump off the page talent wise. I mean, and he did. So we'll we'll see. I mean, this this is a record here for someone that that I mean, size. It is it is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to put my combine numbers up against his. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's. Any, I don't even think I'm remotely in the ballpark. Oh, you probably showed. He probably went to like a steak dinner the night before, had a couple of drinks. Drinks and, and uh, actually, the night before we had our Maryland awards banquet in on a Friday. I think it was a Friday night. Yeah, maybe it was a Saturday night, and then we flew down Sunday. And yeah, I was hungover. There was no question. <laughs> I knew you would be. That's just perfect. <laughs> and I was screaming, yelling, and barking at everybody. Yep. You know me. Those were the days. Yeah. But you ended up in the right place when it was all said and done. I just cannot. I mean, his, his, uh, it, it's almost like he's Superman. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know, man. I, I, there, there, there are guys that, you know, come through that, that combine that just blow everybody away. And this kid did exactly that. And maybe, I don't know, maybe most impressive combine ever by anybody. It's it's up there. I mean, you he broke two records. I mean, when was the last time someone broke two records? You know, he did it with the vertical jump and the long jump. But look how he looks too. I mean, he just looks cut and he's ripped. And you know, when you watch some of those highlights of Florida, you know, you're like, wow, he's running away from defensive backs. I know, I know. It's scary, man. This is a guy that I would I would absolutely love if my team drafted with the right coach. With the right coach. He needs the right coach. And and the, the a great offensive mind takes him and could turn him into the next big thing. But I don't I, I you can't put him out there like right away. No, 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 no. No, I agree. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.